Hello and welcome to the Fully Free Podcast with your host, Taylor Lee. The podcast to get raw and real about running an online business, living life as an entrepreneur, and figuring it all out as you go. After creating seven figures in my first three years as a coach, doing what I love every single day, I truly believe that you deserve the money, joy, and life of your dreams. I hope to inspire you with weekly episodes on money, marketing, life, and all things online business. All right, let's dive in to this week's episode. You guys, I just got off of an incredible interview with the amazing, sweet, so smart routine expert, Ashley Brown, which is who I'm sharing with you guys on today's episode. So Ashley Brown is a wife, a mama of two little girls, three and one, and the creator and owner of Routine and Things, which equips women to consistently live their happiest life using routines. Ashley strongly believes that routines are a form of wellness and can be a beautiful springboard for improving your home, yourself, and your life. She's on a mission to see as many women as possible live life with ease by starting, maintaining, and enjoying routines. If you guys haven't realized by now, I geek out over this stuff, and I also know that routines can be tough to stick with, and they make you feel you got to be perfect for them to work for you, and Ashley's going to break all of this down. She's going to share just so much goodness on routines, you guys, you'll see. And I just want to let you know that Ashley was a no-brainer guest for me to bring on. Her company is so incredible. If you go to routineandthings.com, which we'll also share at the end of this episode, she has some of the most beautiful um, note pages, notebooks, um, trying to think of the right word, but she has some beautiful products to help you plan your own routines, plan your life. Um, and I'm about to go grab myself some of those items. So I highly suggest that you do too, right after you listen to this episode. everyone. Welcome back to the Fully Free Podcast. I'm so excited to be here today with Ashley Brown, who is all things routine. So Ashley, hello. Thank you for being here. Hi, Taylor. Thank you for having me. I'm super excited to check today. Awesome. Of course. So Ashley, I think the best place to start is just share with people in your own words, who are you? Yes. Um, I feel like that is always such a weighted question. Like, who am I? Um, but first off, like she said, my name is Ashley Brown. I am, before I start getting into my mom role and all of that and the relationships that I have, at the core of who I am, I'm a Southern girl from South Carolina who loves food. So like lattes, coffee, 
pizza, burgers, it doesn't matter. I will eat almost anything. I am such a foodie and I'm also a really kind person just because I love to help. I'm I am a nurse. I don't work at the bedside anymore, but I do have my nursing license. I'm a nurse educator. And so I love helping people get from where they are to where they want to be. And just a really kind hearted and sweet individual, I would say about myself. And people have said that about me too. But outside of that, in terms of my relationships, I am a mom of two girls, ages three and one. Also, we reside in Baltimore, Maryland. My husband, is with us as well and he's super sweet and I like I said I'm a nurse educator and I also have the business routine and things which I am absolutely in love with because I love helping women with their routines getting them up and going helping women thrive and flourish with routines that's what that's my heart and that's what I've been like the mission I've been on since September of 2019 so yeah I love that. Oh, perfect. On that note. So what got you into this? Like, I'm so curious, like, are you the type of person that's always been into routines, like super type A, or did something happen that made you feel like I've got to get some stuff in order? <laughs> organized? <laughs> oh, no, it's a good question. I feel like it's a bit of both. And it, it actually is a bit of both. So I've always been like a type A person, like very organized and you know, like that perfectionist type, type mode, which I've broken away from slightly because just trying to be a perfectionist is tiring and it's not possible. Mm -hmm. And it just, yeah, yeah, it's not the best thing. And so I've had to kind of break away from that. And so I've always been into routines, but never as intentional as I am now um, before going through a really rough time in my life. And so that time was basically to paint the picture for you. I went from being a working mom, nurse educator, then came home to stay with my old, my youngest at the time. Um, and when I got home, it just, I don't know what happened. I was, I was super excited to be home. And then after a few months, things just started to go crazy. Like, I felt like I was having an identity crisis. Like, why did I do this? What's going on here? Because I could not keep up with things. And me being type A, it was like, mm -mm, something is off here. And so laundry was piling up all the time. Kitchen could not stay clean. My daughter was like sitting in front of the TV the whole time, which I'm a fan of TV, especially if it's educational. So I'm not <laughs> saying that's the worst thing, but like I knew I wanted to do more with her. And that wasn't my goal when I came home. I really wanted to be able to spend more time with my daughter and so I felt super fragmented and felt like I just was not the best mom not the best wife not the best me and that started to weigh on me heavily especially mentally and so at a certain point I found myself depressed down and out super sad and I stayed there for a little bit until one day I was like, you know what, Ashley, you're going to have to put your big girl panties on this. Like your life is, is good. Like I, I had a good life. It just, I couldn't manage what was given to me and that wore me out. But I was like, no, like you have to snap out of this. And I'm a huge God girl. So I prayed to God and I felt like God told me lean into who you are. And so because I am 
I'm an Enneagram one type A. I was like, let me go to these routines. And so I started creating routines, being really intentional about creating them and cultivating them for my home and for myself as well. And around like a few months after that, I started feeling like the weight was coming off. I started feeling more at ease. Like I started feeling at peace in my home. And I felt like, okay, I can rock this stay at home mom life, which is so interesting. When I got to that point, I ended up going back to work full time, but that's another story for another day. But yes, that is how I got into routines because once I found like routines had actually helped me get to this point I was like I have to share this with women I have to share this with moms like I have to shout this from the rooftops and so that's when routine and things was born oh my gosh I love that and I I love the story about you know you came home to be a stay-at-home mom and I think sometimes it seems like that should be easy and it's not (laughs) yes my point of saying that is I know so many moms whether they're like my main point is it doesn't matter if you're a mom or not, or what else you are outside of being a mom, whatever you've got going on, it's okay that it feels hard in like a lot. Like, cause I know even before I had a baby, there were so many times where I felt overwhelmed, couldn't keep up with things like, mm-hmm. you know, and then having, having my baby Ruby, it's like, then I went through it again and now she's in different stages. You go through it again. And Yeah. I mean, I'll be really transparent. Like recently I was talking to a peer and I was like, it's crazy because it's like, I work, I I stay really focused, work 25 hours a week in my business Mm -hmm. and then be really present with Ruby. And so it's like, well, what do you have to complain about? How could you feel tired? How could you feel like you have too much on your plate? But mom guilt, right? Yeah. (laughs) Oh yeah. Mom guilt. Oh no, for sure. Mom guilt is real. I was just talking to my husband about this. It's like that pull. I feel like it's always that constant pull of, I want to be like right here with my children, but then I have these other goals and aspirations. And it's like always that constant back forth, back forth. And um, that's something that I have to learn, like just balance and have to make sure that I'm present about being like, it's okay that you're working in your business right now and you're not with the girls. And when I'm not working my business, I'm like, it's okay that you're here with the girls. So it's like always that, that um, self-messaging, that positive self-messaging that everything is okay. And I'm doing the best that I can. So that's for all of us, for sure. Yeah. And even sometimes just tell, like you just said this, but like just telling yourself like, okay, now I'm with my family. Now I'm with the girls. Now I'm working. Like mm-hmm. everything else could be shut off right now. I can focus on this. Cause yeah, we, sometimes we try to keep everything in our head. So for someone who's in that position that you were in, and also my question is like, where did you start? So what are like the first routines you put in place? What are the first few things you would tell someone are probably the best things to get in place? Or how do you figure that out? Yeah. When, when it was around that time, I felt like one, like being stressed can be, first of all, being stressed, you cannot think like to be perfectly honest. You cannot think. I remember just being a nurse. I would be super stressed running around taking care of patients. And someone would come up to me and be like, well, what do you need help with? I'm like, I don't freaking know. I'm stressed. I don't know. Right. So it can be really hard when you're stressed to try to figure out where to start. But a piece of advice that I have is really, one, take a deep breath. Like, take a few deep breaths because you have to calm yourself first before you can get your head in, in the game. And so just take 
take a deep breath or do something that's going to ease you a little bit. And then once your head is a little bit more, um, you know, declutter or just like calm, now you can start to think about where are the pain points in my life? Like what is taken away? Like if you are looking for more time, what is eating up your time? Or, or even you can think about it as if you want to spend more time with your family and you're not, what is hindering you from doing that? What are the things that you're doing in your day that are taking you more time than you would like? Or where are you feeling the most frustrated in your day? Is that you not having a lot of time for yourself? Because maybe you're a stay-at-home mom and you don't get out much. And so maybe you don't have time for you. Is it that you can't keep the kitchen clean and that frustrates you um, like crazy? And so that's something that you really want to get a hold of. Or maybe laundry is a real big thing for you and you never able to stay on top of that. So where is the pain point for you? Where are you looking to improve um, in terms of your household or just with yourself? And I would say like, that's the first place to start is identifying where, which area in your life is the problem. And um, yeah, I would say that's the first and foremost step. And then after that, it's really about going ahead and creating that routine. So for example, if you want the laundry routine to create that, then you start to cultivate that laundry routine. And I will share what's really important to think about when you are cultivating routines. And that is to make sure that they are simple, that they're flexible, and that they're fun, that you enjoy them. That is super important, all of those three things. And so just starting with identifying where you want to like which area of life you want to create the routine for and I will put out here like I was saying when your stresses can be hard because there is a lot of routines you can create but I always talk about five categories especially if they apply to you and that is cooking like thinking about cooking and how is that going for you cleaning How's your cleaning? What would you like to improve? Where's the pain points? Also children, children can be one as well, especially if you're like, my kids don't really have a lot of structure or they're going to bed too late or something like that. And then as well as self-care is really huge. Like how is your self-care routines? Are you caring for yourself consistently? And then lastly is planning. Um, and so those are the five categories you can think about when it comes to trying to identify which area you want to focus on. I love that. So do you have any advice on someone who really doesn't have very many routines going on? Maybe none, um, that they're like being intentional about at least like, should we just start with one? Do you like, have you found a process for that? So it's not overwhelming. Mm -hmm. Yes. So my motto is one routine at a time. And I know that's going to be real hard for my people that are like me and like we want to just do overhaul every little thing in our life at once no it's not going to work one routine at a time because you're going to get super overwhelmed because I tried doing that in the beginning of starting a whole bunch of routines and I quickly set my butt down because it I got super stressed and I couldn't keep up with all of them because you have to think about it like this. This is a new habit that you are creating, that you are forming, or at least this is new actions you're trying to make become habits, right? And so habit formation is not an overnight process. It takes time. And if you are then trying to start 
three routines at the same time and build these habits, you, I promise you at a certain point, one of them or both of them are going to go or all of them. And so it's really important that you think about which routine is really important right now, which one is really important right now, but also a good piece of just a tip for you is whichever routine you want to start with, let's say you want to start like four routines, which one of those is the easiest for you to start now? Like which one of those would be the simplest routine for you to start right now? And I always say, if it's between your children and like one of your routines, probably start with one of your routines first, because, you know, we have to get our kids involved and that's a whole nother ball game. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I love that. That's so true. Start with whatever's the simplest. And I think there's so much to that because it, it feels like it's like a win. It's like starting your day with something positive, like, um, me right now trying to be healthier. It's like, if I start my day with a smoothie or I start my day, even like as simple as like drink my water first before going into coffee and whatever I want for breakfast, it's like, start off with a positive habit. You feel more, you just feel better about yourself. And that's motivating. It's very interesting how, when we're feeling like we're doing a good job and and we're moving forward, we take keeping those we keep taking those positive steps that when we feel like I already failed anyway, I already suck. Like we tend to kind of just like throw it all down the drain. We can be so all or nothing. Can't we? (laughs) No, for sure. That's something that I've had to learn in my life as well. It's not all of or nothing. Progress is progress. And even those small steps those small steps is what makes big impact. And the more small steps you keep taking, next thing you know, you have this routine down pat. And that's even, I can say this applies to even routines because when I say keep your routine simple, like it can be even be as simple as having like a two-part routine, like a two-action routine. So maybe your morning routine could be once you wake up, you stretch like while you're in the bed and then you start to journal. Like it doesn't have to be like this long drawn out routine because honestly, when you complicate your routines, it's going to be a lot tougher for you to stick to them, especially in the beginning. So I'm always like, even if you have to start with one step and like wake up and stretch, do that. And then you can start adding on the journaling and whatever else once you start to become accustomed to it because that all or nothing mindset will definitely click in when you are starting your routine and especially if you miss a day just know you have the next day like it's perfectly fine do not beat up on yourself it's going to be okay I love that. I was going to ask you, like, what is the key to actually keeping up with your routines? I feel like you covered a lot of that. Keep it simple. Don't be too hard on yourself if it's if you miss it that day or because um, it's going to happen anyway. Like anything else coming up around there on like, how can I be sure that this is the time I actually stick with it? Yes, um, I think that two things can be really helpful. One is reminders. And I feel like sometimes we don't use enough reminders when we are starting something new. It's like have as many reminders around you as you can. So that can be things like if you're starting a morning routine, maybe on your bathroom mirror, have a sticky note that says do your morning routine or even have the steps of your morning routine written out and put them in a place that you're going to see when you wake up in the morning, setting your alarm on your phone that um, 
will ping you when it's time for you to do your morning routine. Having something like on your phone, like your screensaver that can have like a picture of um, your morning routine or like just a picture of morning or something that's going to remind you. As well as if you are doing something in your routine and you have an item that you can put in front of you that's going to remind you to do that routine. For example, morning routine, if you're journaling, having your journal like right there within eyesight. As many reminders as you can have the better that you're going to be able to stick to that routine because you know if it's out of sight it's out of mind for many of us and so that's a really huge way that you can stick to routines and then the other way I would say is rewards like who doesn't like to be rewarded for what they're doing that's why when we are potty training our kids or even trying to get our children to do things we reward them. We're like, you can get us, you can get like a lollipop or a snack after your meal or something like that because it motivates them to do it. And that's the same with us. And so having rewards for you doing your routine can be really great. And they don't have to be physical rewards. It can also be like just patting yourself on the back, saying, go girl, like you did that. I think that's something that is super missed. Like really, you know, giving yourself credit for how you are improving your life and the fact that you are doing these routines is so vital. And it's also another reward is, I'm going to share this, and it's more so of really understanding and recognizing how your routine is benefiting you and bringing that to the forefront every time you do it. So for example, if you started that morning routine, then every time you get done with that morning routine, say to yourself, the benefit that it brought to you that morning. So if you felt super refreshed, I want you to say, oh my gosh, that morning routine made me feel so refreshed. What this does is it helps your mind to register. This is super important and an end is of value to you. And so when you do that, you are less likely to slip back into old habits and more likely to continue on with your routine because you are recognizing and appreciating the value that it's bringing to you. That's a huge one too. So those are some things. I love that. It's all so true. So tell us what is your can't live without routine? <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh my God. <laughs> See, that's hard, Taylor. So you like, that's a trick question for real for me. But if I had to choose only one, it would be my bedtime routine. If I had to choose only one and it's not even anything fancy at all, but it's like saves me all the time. So my bedtime routine is super important for me because I like to de well, we all do, but I really love to decompress after the day. And that is important for me. So that means like decluttering my head because like, you know, Taylor and, and anyone listening for us as women, we can have all these things in our minds throughout the day. And when it comes to night, when I did not declutter my mind, so I journal at night as a part of my routine, I would have racing thoughts and I wouldn't be able to sleep. So that is something that eases me at night. I also meditate at night as well, which has been so huge and impactful for my self-growth. It has really impacted me in so many different ways, has made me a much calmer person. So meditation is huge for me as well. And like keeping that, that groundedness. 
and just helping with self-messaging that is super positive. So those, so that routine is like hands down, like if I couldn't do any other ones, that would be it because it's caring for me. And when I feel good, then my home can, you know, feel good, then life feels good. And so it all starts with us, I feel like. So that would be the one I would choose. Oh, I love that. That's awesome. That sounds very nice. How long do you meditate? This is just a little side note. Yeah, so I meditate. Usually it's anywhere between eight to 10 minutes that I meditate at night. That's it. Just eight to 10 minutes. And I have the Chopra app. It's a new app. Yes. So I have that app and I actually bought the subscription for the whole year. That's the first time I've ever bought a subscription for the whole year on my phone. So it it says something, but yes, that like meditation. mm so beautiful like if you are trying to stay like grounded and more at peace within yourself it's it's such a good self-development tool for sure I love that oh we could all use a little more of that in our life right yes yes (laughs) especially now yeah no for sure okay so this is a little bit more of a selfish question because you are just a few steps ahead of me in the mom life realm you have a three-year-old daughter a one-year-old daughter right Yes. I have a 10 month old daughter. So you're just a little bit ahead of me, I feel like. And I know we have a lot of moms that listen and a lot of moms that have been following my journey. What is one or a couple of like just tips or, you know, best things that you've done in your journey of motherhood and also putting these routines in place? Yes. I would say for me is you know, teaching my daughters about routines as well. And not even so much teaching them about routines, but but cultivating routines for them that they get used to has been such an impact in our home and has created a more happier home for us specifically because my daughters, they know what's coming. They're so funny too. Like anytime, like anytime in the morning, like I'll like come downstairs with them And the first place they go is to the kitchen and they know I'm about to make them food. And I'm like, can y'all get up out the kitchen so I can have some space? But like having them, I feel like that really helps them to feel secure having routines. And when your children feel secure, they can be themselves and they can open up and they can live life in a really beautiful way. And so that's one thing is like getting routines for my daughters. Um, And also we have them with like a learning routine that they do as well which is so beneficial and my daughter is like smart as a whip the oldest one so I'm like that's really beautiful to see and so I would say that's one thing another thing that I've learned just in terms of my short time being a mom three and a half years is I just learned to relax I'm gonna be very honest because that is something that I've learned to do and that started with my husband because he's more type b but that started with him but then my children it's like nope mama you're gonna have to relax a little bit more so like knowing that it's okay for them to learn for them to grow like not being so strict with you have to like I don't know. I I remember I used to be super strict about their bedtime, even though they still go to bed early, but I'm not as strict as I used to be. And um, just knowing, like, relax and have fun and enjoy it. Because the thing about it is this time, before I know it, my daughters will be somewhere in middle school, high school, and I will be sitting here crying. Like, where did y'all go? And what (laughs) 
it <laughs> because even my youngest my one and a half year old I'm like girl you're getting big oh my gosh no I love the I love the stage of like one like love it so um I really want to be sure that I'm present. And so being able to relax is so important too as a mom so that you can soak up these moments without your head being really clouded with trying to be perfect or trying to, you know, have things really um, just like picture perfect. It's okay. Just relax a little bit. I love that so much. And one thing I've shared a lot on this podcast in my motherhood journey, and especially like I'm so grateful that this message came through to me early on, like before Ruby was even born, where it was like, I just made my word right before she was born, which she was due at the end of January. So entering the new year as well, it was like the word for this year is just flow, like go with the flow, let it flow. Like, because I knew like, you don't know what it's going to be like. You have no clue what kind of baby you're going to get. You have no clue, like how anything is really going to be. And I had so much um, anxiety, like most of my pregnancy of like, am I going to be able to keep up with all of this? And, you know, trying to like learn everything I could. So I could just be like the perfect mom. And, you know, right before she was born about a month before I was like, you know what, I'm just going to be in flow with this experience. And that was exactly what I needed. And I'm sure that can be applied to many or most stages of motherhood, at least early on, like that's what they need from you and want from you. Right. Is like mm-hmm. you to be present and happy. And like, that's all they really need from you. you know, that's all they want. Like love, like hang yeah. out with me, be, be happy, like relax. Like you said, I can totally relate to that. And it's so easy to be like very stressed. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, no, motherhood is challenging. So if you're feeling that challenge, that is so normal. Um, it's challenging, but it's also a beautiful thing if we just stop and we just we just look around. I know last night I was looking at my baby girl playing with a toy and it was just the most heartfelt thing. I love seeing her play and, and experiment and grow. And so, you know, just look around because there's so many beautiful and positive things around you. So don't stay stuck in the challenge. Try to lean into what's going on and see the positive and light light around you. Oh, so beautiful. I love that. Um, so you also have this incredible business going on with your like planner pages and products. Like tell us a little bit about that. I'd love for you to even talk about just a couple of those um, products that you have. First of all, they're so cute and beautiful, but tell us what you have going on over there. Cause I'm sure a lot of people need some of those. Yes. Yes. So at routine and things, so you can check out everything at routine and but routine and things is all about helping you consistently live your happiest life. One routine at a time. That is what we stand for. That is it. And I, and I, love that that value and that mission that we have but in terms of what we sell in the shop is all routine inspired products so these are products and specifically tools that are going to help you either start maintain or enjoy your routines or a combination of all three and so those are things like notepads are our signature products and that is because notepads to me were super symbolic of routines because every time you turn that page it looks the same it's the same type of structure but you can also make it your own and as Taylor said they are super cute products I made them specifically to be that way with the colors and everything 
everything because I wanted you to smile when you use these products, which I feel like they really help you to do. And so I have um, planning, like planning routine notepads. I have a children's routine notepad that is really great. That has where you can write down your children's meals and like one-on-one time you want to have with them and just what they're doing throughout their day. As well as I have self-care affirmation sticky notes there um, for you as a mom, which are super cute to just affirm, you know, how worthy you are and just the things that you're grateful for, as well as cleaning, like a cleaning notepad to keep your home clean. I have a meal planning notepad there and also digital products. So routine templates for you. And also one thing that I think is really beautiful, I just created it and it is the Rock Your Routine Workbook, which really walks you through a framework that I teach in order to create your routines in three easy steps to help you identify which routine you need, then create that routine. And I show you specifically how, and then I also share with you, how do you actually maintain this routine that you're about to start? So those are the things that we have at routineandthings.com. And I hope that you check them out because I think they could really be helpful, especially if you are wanting to start routines and keep them thriving so that you thrive. It can really help with that. Yes. Everyone go check those out. They're so cute. And (laughs) I love how they can fill all those different gaps and um, those categories that you mentioned earlier. Right. I love that. Yes. Amazing. Well, thank you so much. We're going to link everything um, in the show notes, like the site, go check out the products. Um, also the free morning routine roadmap that Ashley has shared with me. I'll give you guys that link and your in her Instagram and all that stuff. So it'll be super easy to connect with Ashley if you feel called. Um, yeah, thank you so much, Ashley, for being on the show. I've loved this. Yes, thank you so much. And I do want to say, um, follow me on Instagram at routine and things because I'm always sharing a lot of things there as well. But thank you so much, Taylor. This was a lot of fun. Perfect. All right. Goodbye, everyone. I really hope that you enjoyed this episode. Thank you so much for listening. But before you go, if this helped you find clarity, feel motivated, or learn something new, can you do me a quick favor and go leave a five-star review on this podcast? It would mean the absolute world to me as this podcast is still really new and it would help other badasses just like you find this show. And that is the most amazing thing I could ever ask for. So thank you in advance for leaving that five-star review. Have a great week and I'll talk to you soon. Bye guys.